0: Welcome to another episode of the Go Think Big podcast with me, Dan Orton, and my trusty sidekick, Amy P. Is that what I have to call you? Yes, mm-hmm. it's Amy P.
1: Amy P. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, we're in Mediacom today, specifically in Mediacom's own private bar. Um, there's, I can see alcohol across the room. I mean, this is we don't have anything like this at Go Think Big. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately we don't. <laughs> Um, and we're joined by three former apprentices at MediaCon. We've got Lashante, Lydia and Dan here. Um,
2: uh, guys, do you want to sort of introduce yourselves? Um, my name's Dan. Um, I did my apprenticeship in 2012. Uh, I'm 22 years old and I'm currently a digital buyer in the investment team.
3: I'm Lydia. I started in 2013, the year after Dan, and my current role is production executive
4: in our MediaCon Beyond
3: Advertising department.
4: My name is Ashante Richards and I joined also with Lydia in 2013 and my current role is a planning operations executive.
0: Great. And Amy, are you going to now explain why we have these three here, why we are at MediaCom? Tell yeah. the listeners what's happening.
1: So as you've probably guessed, we are talking about apprenticeships friendship today. Um, we've got a campaign at the moment about friendships, showing you how diverse they are, how many options you have, and that it's not just about being a plumber or working in engineering. So we've come to MediaCom to talk to three ex-apprentices to talk about where they are now. So where they've gone from being an apprentice to now working full-time at MediaCom and the process of doing that really. Um, so firstly, maybe LaShanta, you could start and tell us a bit about why, you, where did you find an apprenticeship and why you did it and how you went from
4: apprenticeship to full-time job at MediaCom. Initially, no, I didn't know that I was going to take part in an apprenticeship. I was going to take a gap year from uni. OK. And within that time, whilst applying for uni to take the gap year, MediaCom came into my sixth form and they introduced us to the apprenticeship scheme. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Ah, that's interesting. And
4: then what was your, what were you learning on your apprenticeship? Um, in my apprenticeship, it was a market, marketing MVQ level three, where we did um, several hours outside of work. Studying on a course and doing several exams whilst working on different teams within the company. Cool. And what about you, Livia? I
3: actually applied to university. I was meant to go and do fine art. I got a place and then turned around and told my um, art teachers and my sixth form that I was going to an apprenticeship and move to London. (laughs) And what did they say? Everybody was really enthusiastic and very happy for me, apart from my art teachers.
1: So what, what was your actual apprenticeship and what were you learning? Um, in my apprenticeship, it was the same as La Shante. How
3: it works is ten of us rotate around the company three times. We all experience three different departments and each department is well equipped to take, a, take an apprentice on because they're trained to do it. And they, it's like, like a conveyor belt of apprentices hmm. that come in every four months, they switch around.
1: And it lasts a year? It lasts a year, yes. And can you tell us a bit about your job role now? Uh, my job role now
3: is in our Beyond Advertising department, which is more below-the-line media, so social, experiential, and events, which is what I work in, and media partnerships and stuff like that.
2: Um, so my story is a bit different. Um, I was actually going to go to university, but then I was in hospital for a while, so it sort of held me back a year. Um, and then I was working as a team leader in a pub, Um, when someone told me that their son was applying for an apprenticeship at Mediacom, so I jumped on the bandwagon, (laughs) and uh, here I am today, working working in the investment team.
1: So what does your role entail?
2: Um, My role now entails, um, so it's a lot of the negotiation, um, getting the correct rate, hitting all the targets, um, and making sure the campaign runs smoothly, dealing with any uh, problems, Again?
0: You may be able to hear a coffee machine
2: <laughs> in the background. Uh, this is an authentic bar. <laughs> <laughs> we are not faking anything here. Um, so yeah, I work. Um, so my main clients are Shell and Universal. So um, a lot of the big film releases go through us. Um, we have massive campaigns running all year long, um, and we, work, we have to, we, job is to buy um, at the most efficient rate so we can get the best prices for our clients.
1: So what were some of the reactions you got when you told your parents or friends or people that you were doing an apprenticeship? Were they good?
2: I was relatively good. Um, uh, I thought it was probably the best experience for me if I wasn't going to go to university. Um, there was, I had, when I, after I left school, I went into loads of different jobs. Didn't really like any of them particularly. Um, always had a passion sort of for media as well. So when I found this, um, everyone was really supportive of what I was doing. Everyone thought it was a good career path to go down as well. Um, so, yeah, genuinely positive uh, generally positive feedback.
4: Yeah, I think it was the same for me. I generally got a, like, a good feedback. It was sort of doing something constructive within my time if I was going to get a gap year. And up. I'm still on a gap year. <laughs> <laughs> but you're learning money. <laughs> um, yeah, that is the plus side. But yeah it was a good response it was like oh my god there's something new yeah because everyone generally has this perception that apprenticeships are for plumbing hairdressing Mm. beauty
1: yeah definitely I had a really good
3: reaction my dad was really um really happy because he didn't he wasn't convinced of the idea of going to university for a fine art degree to potentially come out and be have no job job to go into yeah at the time I was working in a shop and we had people applying for a 16-hour part-time role which is what I was doing and they had degrees for architecture they were qualified solicitors but they were still applying for a job at an
1: outdoor clothing company so it was a bit of a reality check. Yeah definitely (laughs) Um, and in terms of the apprenticeship itself what was the balance between um, working and studying would you say there was a lot of studying?
2: um it's a lot it's very hands-on so um we'd be doing a lot of work but you'd be you'd try to get a few hours of doing your sort of coursework if you call it that um a week um but a lot of it you're getting involved with the day-to-day role that you're doing so if you're working in the planning department you might be doing uh, insights etc um if you're working in investment you might be helping booking on the system Mm -hmm. so you're just getting sort of you're able to get sort of a view of what goes on in the company whilst you also learn as well at the same time. Yeah.
1: And is it the same in terms of studying for all the apprentices? Did you say it was just a couple of evenings a week?
4: Um, So our assessor put aside an hour a week. Which okay. You, you could choose an hour a week which you use to just do coursework and then you'd spend like a day, a month, at Outsource. Oh, okay. And that's where you'd sort of study for the exam or Mm. do prep for an exam. Before we
0: go any further, let's get a kind of... MediaCom in a nutshell is of what actually MediaCom
2: is all about. I think if you ask some of the directors, they'll really struggle with this question as well, because um, you sort, we sort of know what it is, but it's hard to describe. So um, a client will put an idea towards MediaCom and say, uh, give us a brief, and they will say, um, we want to say, for example, um, VW, we want to be able to sell more cars. There. So the pla- there'll be the planning team and the planning insight, uh, insight operations team who will um, help towards building the brief, so getting audience insights um, learning what the target audience is um, looking up uh, maybe competitors as well and then seeing what um, people what, who do their competitors are targets as well trying to build the target audience trying to get um, the creative idea um, the real world truth and um Eventually, they'll sort of work out what media is the best for that, so whether that be TV, radio, digital, um, out of home, cinema, etc. And um, once uh, that will then go down to the Connect team, who are the implementational planners. Right. uh, You're running this down. (laughs) They are um, media specific, so there'll be a TV Connect planner, a digital Connect planner, an out of home Connect planner. And um, they will build the plans out, so working out, um, for example, digital, working out what sites work best for that campaign. And uh, where we're going to find our target audience. Um, the plan will then be sent to the client for a sign-off, and then once it's been signed off, it will go to the marketplace team who does the buying, and um, who will say get the best rates for the client, and also do what's best for MediaCom in terms of um, working to our targets and getting a, what makes us money as well. And then the marketplace and the uh, investment operations team will help towards managing the campaign. And making sure the campaign performs successfully.
1: In a nutshell. <laughs>
2: okay. and, and then Lydia's role is very, other lads explained his role.
3: If you think about it, we are the middlemen between people who make the adverts and the clients. We place the adverts in areas and media channels where the target audience is most likely to see them.
0: But okay. other, so, a, so a production company, a separate production company will make the actual Yes, yes yeah.
3: they'll be like advertising so. agencies, yeah. like, like Mad Men. We aren't mad men, we're the other people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My role is a lot different, so we've got a specialist department within Mediacom where we handle um, media that's not so traditional. So like social media, so like Facebook and Twitter when you see sponsored sponsored posts online, they'll quite often be targeted towards you and we can target based on your demographic and the information you put into these social networks. Um, Experiential marketing. So I yes. do um, events for brands or brand sponsorships and partnerships with festivals oh, okay. and existing events. So we do a lot. We have a lot of eggs in one basket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and me and Dan and I were talking about what's the process from going from, from an apprentice to a full-time job. So a lot of people say that apprenticeships kind of give you more of a chance of getting a full-time job in the company that you've like been working at. So, what was the process <clears throat> when you finish your apprenticeship? Do you have to have an interview, or do you discuss with your assessor about? Were well, you what's all meant? sort of
0: keen to stay at MediaCom?
1: Yeah. Is it a natural
0: yeah. progression?
3: For me, it was a very natural progression because I ended up staying in in the rotation I was doing. So I just took on more responsibility, and it's like I, I've like always been there mm. in my rotation. Uh, towards the end, our, we have a um, internal dedicated. Um, person who will aim to put place the apprentices in a role that we've got available, and they placed everyone.
1: Did you? So did you feel confident that you were going to stay and get a
4: job? I suppose. I did. Yeah, what about You. I think.
2: I did. Yeah. I because uh, I think it was everyone was a bit worried about what because um, when we were the first year, everyone was a bit worried about what was going to happen to the end because we didn't have anything set in stone. And um, a few of us had heard news, but then a few people didn't as well. Um, but at the end of it, everyone was placed, and they genuinely got what they thought the person's attributes went to as well. So um, everyone was suited, Everyone who got the job is complete. Is you uh, half of them are still here now? Half of them have found other roles as well. But um, the sort of the department they went into was the correct department for them as well.
1: So did you get to sort of choose? or like discuss with um, someone about what you prefer to do, what department you'd like to stay in?
2: Yeah, um, I did. I um, had the option of two, um, but then there was one of them that I really, really liked and um, I'd always have my heart set on going there and oh, okay. I managed to get there as well.
1: Yeah. What's so great about Mediacom then? Why did you all want to stay? Apart
0: from the bar. <laughs> and the suite. And there are, ba- there are baskets of like club bars yeah. around.
1: We came here for a meeting. We noticed the free sports. There's, chocolate, there's <laughs>
0: chocolate and coffee in the corridors. Everything's but, 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 pink. But also, yeah, anybody <laughs> likes the pink theme. <laughs> she actually whooped as we arrived <laughs> at, the, at the sign of at Mediacom. <laughs> um, but on, on a more serious note, what, what, so what are the perks of working at Mediacom? Why, why, what, what makes it so great?
4: I think the perks for me are all the, like, the benefits and the reward that you feel like once you've complete, completed something good, as in, I've worked on selfages and I've done like competitive and audience work on selfages. and once you see the ads and you're like, that's my work yeah. and you sort of feel that sort of pride about the work that you've completed I think that's one of the main things and I just think the environment and the people itself is something great to be around mm-hmm. so that's what made me want to stay
3: Another thing is, I don't think it's so uh, one of those big faceless corporations. They actually recognise you as an individual, and everybody is really friendly. Even this all the C-suite management, everyone is so so nice here.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that as well. Um, you do get some good perks at the job. Um,
1: what are some perks?
2: Um, <laughs> I work on Universal, so I get to go to some of the premieres.
1: Oh, cool!
2: Um, I went to the Wall for Wall Street one and fell over on the red carpet. Which is quite bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: um, yeah, um, but the yeah, the, the, it's great people to work with as well. So all the management, are, like Lydia said, they're really friendly. Um, they're always willing to help you out as well. No matter, it's not just um, a faces corporation as well. They know you, most of the people know people by their names here as well. Always willing to help. Never looking to like sort of dig anyone out really and make put blame on them. It's more trying to help people put yeah. them first.
1: So in te- when you were doing your apprenticeships, obviously you have assessors and mentors and things and now you're full-time, do you still feel like you have people you can talk to because obviously
4: you're still quite early on in your career?
3: Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm still
4: in contact with one of our assessors, Shirley, who like oversaw our programme in 2013 oh, okay. and if you have anything, just need a pen, mm-hmm. just run to Shirley, <laughs> Shirley, I need a pen. So I think, and, once you've finished your rotations as well, a lot of the men just keep in contact with you, and you meet a lot of people throughout that rotation. So if you just need something, you can just phone, email, or just even pop up to the desk. Mm. So
2: a good support network. Yeah.
4: yeah,
2: I think like Lachante um, said as well that um, where you've been in three different departments, uh, you've got it gives you uh, you as compared to like a graduate who starts who goes into one department, you know three different people, three different yeah. teams as well, and um, so you've got um, sort of the the contacts around the company as well Just in case you need a favour in any other department as well So it's always good to have that
1: um, what, what would you say about the stigma Associated with apprenticeships So we're trying to show people that The good that can come out of doing apprenticeships And how they've completely changed So what would you say to people Who perhaps think Oh no I'm too qualified to do an apprenticeship Or I have to go to university I think the benefits outweigh all that
3: so especially for me, potentially going to do fine art, I'm a very creative person and I think a lot of the stigma is there are not there are no creative apprenticeships yeah. or you can't live on the wage they pay. So I moved and I moved down from Yorkshire when I heard I got the job, moved down, especially if there's no new, no, new nobody down yeah. here. Um, and the wage, it paid my rent, it paid my travel and food, and it teaches you to be very self-sufficient. And there is some sort of pride in that, mm-hmm. knowing that I, I, I wasn't as skinned as all my friends that went to university. And I worked through the week and had a good social life. Yeah. And i am still got a creative apprenticeship. And I absolutely love it. And I don't regret not going to university.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm the same there as well. So um, if I would have gone to university, um, I probably would have been one of those people who never ended up with a degree and uh, just wasted three years. Um, but I think um, working here as well, you learn the skills that um uh, not presenting, um, the, the working under pressure. Um, you're meeting a lot of people as well. Um, so it's it's... it's, it's Kind of like um, sort of the u- university. Cause there's a massive social life, as you can see. We're in a bar now as well, so everyone immediately <laughs> knows each other. Yeah. And you've got a great network of people. Um, I think it's probably one of the best sort of industries to work in, and as with the biggest company in this industry as well, um, it makes it even better. Yeah. Because you and you've got this on your CV as well. So if you've got uh, if you've got a degree on your CV, they look for experience as well. Working experience in the biggest one of the biggest companies in the UK is definitely going to push you forward in your career.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah. What are the are there any sort of particular challenges about not only
0: doing an apprenticeship at MediaCom but being an apprentice in London? You, Lydia you said you moved down from Yorkshire to come and do it. Yeah. What other challenges you guys faced on a sort of whilst doing this?
4: I don't think here at MediaCom we faced many challenges because a lot of people were sort of concerned about. How they be treated like will they be looked down on like how you would be perceived in the company but here it felt like you've always been a part of it you've just been like the babies in the company and they they respect you for that
2: yeah, yeah. i think because when i first heard about the apprenticeship um there was a lot of people were uh, like T-boy, tea boy yeah. can you make a good cup of tea and stuff like that but it's the complete opposite of that can you make a good cup of tea? I can actually make a good cup of tea actually <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret recipe <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but um, yeah no. so you, that's what you anticipate Like people to think about it but it's completely opposite um, they're willing to give you work they're willing to throw you into the deep end just to see um what you can do they're always there to help you as well so um it's been the complete opposite of what i first thought when i first heard someone talking about apprenticeship
1: i guess a lot of the problems at the moment are saying that people that come out of university don't have those workplace skills so do you feel like it was a nice like gradual entrance into the world of work
3: yes definitely it was
1: like dipping your toes before going in for a swim
3: yeah um you learned it was very hands-on so you learned quickly and mm-hmm. because you've some well you've come out of education i think it's a lot easier to adapt to something
1: new are you i know i know you spoke about exams are you continuing to um get qualifications or do more training are you like to media come help you with further opportunities in terms of that
4: um yeah for further opportunities to complete a marketing level four which is a foundation degree to the previous one that we did whilst as an apprentice. Okay. Um, Mediacom also offers the IPA exam, which is just a industry standards, and an overview of the planning buying that goes on within media, for the whole market and industry.
1: So you're you're not doing an apprenticeship anymore, but they're still like giving Offering, you. Yeah. And are you doing your level four? What
4: was it level four? Currently, I'm not doing level four. I completed the IPA. Oh, I'll cool. <laughs> Fingers crossed. And is that offered to everyone? Are you all doing? Yeah, it's offered Oops. across the agent to anyone across the agency within two years experience or two years yeah. of the, being in the company.
2: I can't remember oh, hang on. <laughs> descent in the lens. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I just um I was sort of put forward for it by my manager, um, and uh, yeah, um, I did my exam yesterday. And, um, yeah. <laughs> let's not talk about that <laughs> <laughs> so, so, how did it go <laughs> there was um because as I've, uh, i when I was doing my branch I only had uh, six weeks in the planning department and then I got called back to the investment so a lot of it was on sort of the different areas so um I'm only in sort of the buying department so that's just my function there um in terms of the planning I'm not a very good planner <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, do you guys have like um Future goals? Have you sort of thought about like a, a two, five year plan? where you want to be? Is you still at
2: Mediacom or somewhere else? I have sort of, um, if I were to stay at Mediacom, it would, my further goal would be to um, push up in the department I'm in and maybe go into some more of a trading sort of role in terms of more negotiations, um, getting the best deals for Mediacom and also the clients. Um, but there's nothing really set in stone. I think with media, working in media, there's such a variety of what you could do, whether you were able to go towards the sales sort of side of things, the client side of things, um, being a brand manager. Um, like the opportunities are endless. So um, anything can change. It just depends on what you want to do.
3: Lydia? Um, I want to explore the arts events sort of uh, area and learn as much as I can while I can. That's my immediate plan, and for the long term,
4: do everything.
0: That's a good plan. Huh? The shanty.
4: Um, yeah, I think my plan for about two years is to at least get up to like, a senior planner position where I can like have my own accounts and manage mm. that and manage other people as well. I think that's mainly my plan for now. Mm. That's a good plan to have. Um,
0: <laughs> what would you say to people who might also be considering doing the Mediacom apprenticeship? <laughs> Oh, I'd do it definitely. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Why should I feel it?
1: like I need to do it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I get the podcast. Let's go. <laughs> I haven't got a bad word to say about the media British program. Um, everything, everyone was so supportive. Um, the t- people who gave us the training and outsourced were really supportive as well. Um, you can you can work, you can socialise, you meet new people, you get great career you get uh, great career opportunities out of work here as well. Um, uh, just there's nothing bad at all about working at I except sometimes the workload. Like, can't do
3: it. I think it's an incredible company to work for. I've, the opportunities that I've had, I've had down here, I would not have had at home back in Doncaster. Um, I tell my parents where I've been, what I've been up to, and my dad, my dad can't believe it. and He says it's the best thing that's that I've ever done, yeah. and he's really he's really proud of me. He'd, I think I dare say he's prouder of me now than he would have been had I gone to university. <laughs> with your fine art yeah <laughs> and the, you make so many friends here so when I moved down I knew nobody mm-hmm. I was just a girl from Yorkshire renting a room in East London and I just made so many friends here and we're still friends even yeah. though we have gone up to, up to other agencies new yeah. jobs yeah. I've made so many friends
4: best one sitting beside you <laughs> 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 yes we're all, all, all good branches <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I agree with Dan and Lydia. It's been absolutely fantastic. And I've been shortlisted for London Mayor's Apprentice of the Year, oh, which wow. I wouldn't have gone if I've done anything else. Well, my yeah. time. <laughs> and what does that involve? Um, it's I've just been shortlisted for the Apprentice of the Year um, based on an application that I did. And um, what, um, we've kind of
1: covered this a bit, but in terms of people... What advice would you give about someone who doesn't know what to do? Because we, we speak to a lot of people who they don't know if they want to go to uni, they don't know if they want to do an apprenticeship. Right. Would you say this I think apply for, it's for both? Yeah. Yeah. I
4: think apply for both, explore, give it a shot.
2: Explore opportunities because um, you could change like that. Um, when I first joined, here, I was quite quiet. Um, then a year later, I was given uh, a speech in front of the whole company, a thousand people. So wow. people can, sh- like, it's just keeping your opportunities, uh, all your. Look, no, don't put your eggs in one, one basket, think of every opportunity through, and uh, see which ones you think is best suited for you.
1: What are some of the perks that aren't to do with work, like the popcorn machine?
2: <laughs> Amy has
0: just been staring at the popcorn <laughs> machine this entire time.
1: Um, we have,
3: so company benefits like gym member, um, corporate gym memberships, social oh, club, okay. which is where you pay £5 a month or £10 if you're an associate director or above. And there are three nights a year where they're, um, they rent a place in London. Uh, it's kept top secret. And quite a lot of the time it's fancy dress and you go and it's free alcohol.
4: Oh.
3: And with lots of games and mm-hmm. alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got the Freshness Fund. Because if you want to learn a new skill, um, okay. MediaCom will pay half of the fees, up to about £400 for you to go and learn it. So, we'll cover half of that for oh, you. Cool.
4: And, in- and that's
0: any sort of stuff so where you're going to learn a new language? There was oh, horse whispering. Right? Horse whispering?
4: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you're,
0: you're learning German? Are you? T- have you two taken um, advantage um, of this? this, uh, this I'm year? a
4: part of the Freshness Committee. So, we also put on events every other month or around um, occasions throughout the year like Christmas, Easter. And we basically plan surprise days for everyone that come in the company on that day in the morning, or throughout the day.
0: Such as
4: top um, secret. It's top secret. Top. <laughs> well, what ones have we done
0: before? You know, you before
3: there was one in our first week of joining. Yeah. It was on a Friday, and it was a festival. Everyone came dressed as festival uh, things to do with festivals. Somebody came dressed as a portaloo. A big, like, cardboard box with her arms hanging out the side with toilet roll. I came dressed as a Beck's beer bottle and I wore it like a cape. So I just painted, like, a big cardboard thing and wore it around my neck. So you
4: just embrace the weirdness. So you're given some
0: notice.
4: Um you'll get a title but you won't get you won't know what events are going on, like we'll have DJs come in, we've had AJ from Kiss Extra. Oh yeah. We've had we've had just had like several things going on, but throughout the day we'll throw like little surprises, like Spotify will come in, do a competition, we're just little perks to get people going I knew there were perks. Mm (laughs) This is why I asked.
0: (laughs) Okay, if you were to sum up your friendship Mm -hmm. or your time at MediaCom in one word. One word
2: would
1: that be? You not have time to think. <laughs> You're not allowed to choose the same words. Oh. Uh, amazing. Just take a nine.
3: <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> was going to happen. That's why <laughs> I'll
2: take amazing.
3: <laughs> Life changing. Good, strong. That's,
1: that's yeah. pretty
4: that's solid. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: MediaCom are going to be
4: happy with this. <laughs> <laughs> a bonus to you. <laughs>
0: Amazing, life-changing, and phenomenal. Okay. Well, that's it for our first sort of um, apprenticeships. Where are they now? Episode. Amy, anyway, we've got two more of these coming up, haven't we? During the course of this apprenticeships campaign. So keep an eye out for those on the site. If you're, if this has sort of piqued your interest in doing an apprenticeship, t- take a look on the site www gothinklig.co.uk to find out all about apprenticeships.
1: And And thank you to Lashante, Lydia and Dan for answering all our questions and telling everything about MediCon.
0: Yes, now are we going to get some popcorn?
4: I hope so. Or (laughs) a (laughs) drink from the bar!